Live from the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington, this is Camel Call Live. This is the first show of the new year, and we will be here each and every Monday night from 6.30 to 7.30 through May 22nd. You can listen to the show always on our live link. If you can't make it out, that's through GoCamels.com and the Varsity Sports app every Monday night. And if you miss any of it or you want to hear it again, we uh, replay this show on the Camel Call Live podcast It drops every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. We are so very thrilled tonight as we will be talking Campbell swimming with our coaches in the second half hour of the show. We'll have a lot of great stuff to talk about. Our swim team, they ended 2022 with a bang. They beat Georgia Southern. They won the Liberty Invite, and they will take on North Florida in their final home meet of the season That'll be coming up on January 14th. But we are going to kick off this first show of the new year, talking some wrestling here in the first half hour. And you want to talk about ending 2022 with a bang. How about our wrestling team? They beat Purdue out of the Big Ten. They beat them bad. 29-9 was that final score back on December 20th. That was part of a four-dual win strength on Saturday The winning continued. Campbell, the four-time defending Southern Conference champions, they started their title defense with a dominant win over Gardner-Webb. And joining me now to talk about that and a lot of other things are two of the best in the starting lineup this year. Once again, Shannon Hanna and Chris Rivera, both of them coming off wins against Gardner-Webb. And and Shannon, let me start with you. Wrestling 141, how has your year been going so far? Um, it's been, it's been going pretty good. You know, lots of ups and downs still early in the season. So we typically try to, um, our coaches preach us to peak at the right time. So start the season a little slow, but every week we're improving on things and working to get better every single week. Um, that Gardner web match, of course, you guys always have a huge target on your back. You have won the, the Southern conference tournament title for four straight years. I mean, that is unheard of in any sport, in any level. Um, What is it like to go out and get a solid win against a conference foe? I mean, honestly, like, to win conference, that's not really our goal. Uh, We uh, we look towards nationals, so uh, it's just kind of just a step, you know. Our coaches talk to us every day and tell us it's expected out of us to win that, so it's not really like we don't really look at it as a target on our back. I mean, obviously we know that, but yeah. it's just another step. So, Chris, so so that's really what it's become. Your guys' uh, definition of excellence is at the national level, not the conference level. Is that right? Yes, I agree. Uh, definitely we, uh, we're training for the bigger picture, the bigger goal, because, you know, our conference, you know, it's just a stepping stone of what we want to accomplish at the end of our career. Um, talk about the, the, the Gardner-Webb uh, match at your weight. You're wrestling 149 now. Uh, what, what was it like against your opponent on Saturday? Uh, you know, 149, going up a weight class, that's something new to me. Uh, getting myself bigger, used to the weight, so definitely different from 141. You know, people are much heavier and stuff. But definitely 149 uh, wrestling the Gardner-Webb was a good to see it, what type of opponents I'm going to have in our conference and stuff. So I just went out there, you know, just did my thing, you know, do what I always do and got the dub. 
You know, um, that is something that's so challenging in your sport. But talk about what it took to go up from 141 to, to yeah. 149, putting all that weight on your frame. I mean, one thing is, like, eating. I feel like that's something that, you know, is different because we're always cutting weight, you know, limiting yeah. our eating. But this had to eat and make sure extra lifting. Even after when I'm sore, I got to keep on lifting and stuff, taking protein in. So it was definitely, like, getting heavier. So... I mean, I don't mind it from cutting weight. I'd rather, you know, eat more than starve myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I didn't complain, but it definitely was a process. All right, Shannon, you have to talk to us about, about the other way. To stay at 141, how difficult is that? What do, you, what do you have to do day in and day out? I mean, this is my, this is my third year wrestling 141, so I'm, I'm getting bigger every year. So <laughs> it's like a day-to-day, -day, I got to work out at least twice a day at least, you know. Uh, I make sure I eat clean, no candy, no. And, and it sucks because one of my best friends is a heavyweight on the team, and he just eats oh, whatever. Oh, come on. So it's like – and then he's my best friend too, so I, I hang out with him all the time. He over there eating every day trying to get bigger. <laughs> I got to go get on the treadmill every time I'm hungry. Oh, my gosh. So, so, so the two guys you hang around the most on the, on the team are the two guys that are eating the most on the team. Literally. Is what you're saying. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we are here with uh, with Shannon and Chris talking about about Campbell wrestling. You know, we we talked about about your guys' streak, the schedule that Coach Sintes has has put together for you guys. I mean, there's challenging, and then there's what you guys are going up against. I think it's been six Power Five opponents so far, including four of them have been in the top twenty in the nation. You just wrestled Nebraska. That was after the Gardner Webb match. You guys hosted Nebraska. So Nebraska, Michigan, UNC, Iowa State. Shannon, we'll start with you. W what is it like um, wrestling those top 20 programs? I mean, it's, it's definitely tough. Um, uh, like I said earlier, our goal is, is the bigger picture at national. So it's, it's honestly amazing that we get to, you know, being a small school like Campbell, we get to wrestle some of the toughest teams in the nation. And we're training for to be national champs. So we're going to see these these teams. We can't just stay in the SOCON, you know, and wrestle all the SOCON kids. we got to wrestle everybody. So it's, it's honestly a blessing that we get to wrestle the toughest teams in the country. Chris, what is it like, uh, you know, week in and week out doing that tough schedule and top 20 teams? I mean, I love it personally because I feel like it just not only makes us better, but the whole team better. Because we're going against this team they're putting against challenges and stuff. And we're going against opponents that are known at our top rank and stuff. So, it's like, why not love the challenge? Why not push yourself to see what else you need to get better in? So, I love always going against big teams because we just, you know, gain from that. How, what was it like having Nebraska, a, a, a Big Ten power from the Midwest, uh, come into Tugor Arena this Saturday? It was exciting. I love it. Just to see, like, you said, a big team coming to us. It was honestly so exciting. It got me pumped up knowing that we're going to have a battle. That's one thing, like, you're preparing yourself for a battle. So I think that's something that it not only helps us the moment, but later in the future when the big stage. That's what I was going to say. What, what do you notice in the difference, especially you, you guys did it back-to-back? -back. Uh, Gardner-Webb, who, you know, they're, they're improving, but about mid yeah. in the SOCON, and then uh, the number 17 team in the nation <laughs> in the toughest wrestling conference in the nation. What, what's the difference, guy in, guy out there? I think definitely the, you know, difference is the Matt IQ. You know, when wrestling Nebraska, you could tell they have the Matt IQ awareness, how to wrestle, the, the way they are in good position always. It's just 
you could tell there's levels to wrestling. Just wrestling Garden Web, then going after Nebraska, how, you know, wrestling, there's always levels, and you just got to keep on. No doubt. And, and what, what do you see, Shannon, when you, when you wrestle these top 20 teams? Uh, it's the same as exactly what Chris said. Uh, these guys that are top 20, they're top 20 for a reason. You know, they're staying in better position the whole match, you know. Um, they're not giving up anything easy. If you want to beat these guys, you got to really go out and take it. Like, I mean, we're, we're already the top dogs of the conference, so these guys, they're, most of the time they're, they might be a little scared to wrestle us, but the top 20 teams, they're not going to be scared. They're ready for a battle. Shannon, you know, you have the unique experience of, uh, of last year. You were one of the, I think it was uh, oh, six uh, qualifiers uh, for Campbell to go and to wrestle at the NCAA tournament. What was that experience like for you? Oh, man, that, that was one of the craziest experiences of my life, honestly. Like, like you warming up and you see David Taylor walk by. That's one of the yep. best wrestlers in best the world. Best all time. Yep. Yeah, like you see, like, you, it's it, – it was definitely shocking just because you see, you've seen every wrestler you've ever seen on TV. You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone's there. The atmosphere is crazy. You can't even hear your footsteps walking out there. So, it's like, it was definitely a, a great experience for me personally. Um, I, well, I, I, I can't imagine what, what you guys are feeling because I've, I've, had, the, I've had the pleasure of, of covering a couple of national tournaments. And I tell people, of course, obviously, I'm – from Missouri and a, and a wrestling fan and has grown up around it, but I'm like, if if you're just a sports fan, if you're not a sports fan, if you if you've never if you don't really follow wrestling, you have to go and see that day one of the NCAA tournament because it, it's incredible. There's there's eight mats, there is uh, cheering sections for every single wrestling team in, in the country. It's I mean, electric doesn't even do it justice, does yeah, it? Yeah, like words really can't describe it. You just gotta be there. It's it's a crazy experience. Yeah, and and definitely one where you guys where you guys shoot for. Chris, t talk about that day in and day out on the mat in the room practicing. The attitude of hey, it's it's not about winning a, a conference championship. It's about going and placing and winning at the NCAA tournament. What what is that like in the room every day? I mean, it's a grind. It's honestly a grind. I mean, I, I'll be lying if I say uh, there be, I enjoy it every time because there'll be days where you're sore, we don't yep. feel like it. But, you know, you just got to keep on. You got to keep uh, yourself disciplined, even with just eating. You know, there's be times where I, you know, want some candy, want some milkshakes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, it's always like you always got to prepare yourself for the future for the long term because anything matters, any little thing matters, like the little extra workouts, anything. So definitely – such a good process. Awesome. We have a lot more to talk about, to, to, to talk more about this, this winning culture that you guys have, have helped build here. Also, what's uh, coming up. And uh, also, we'll talk a little bit about you guys wrestling each other <laughs> in the state of Florida. So uh, don't go away. We'll be back with a lot more. This is uh, Camel Call Live from the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington. We'll be back with more right after this. Planning a tailgate? Then it's bow time. Bojangles has everything you need for the perfect tailgate, no matter how many fans you're trying to feed. There's the original tailgate, the super tailgate, and for a really big crowd, the jumbo tailgate special. And if you like your chicken off the bone, choose the Supreme's tailgate special that includes 12 perfectly seasoned tenderloin fillets. So grab the tickets, get that Bojangles tailgate special, and go. It's bow time. 
Thanks to donors like you, the Fighting Camel Club provides championship resources for Camel student athletes. Over the last three years, donations to the Fighting Camel Club have helped fund facility enhancements and coach-driven projects that have pushed the Fighting Camels to win 27 conference championships. For more information on how you can donate to the Fighting Camel Club, go to GoCamels.com and click on the Give icon. The Fighting Camel Club, providing championship resources for Camel student-athletes. Better ingredients, better pizza, better brace yourself, because Papa John's has done it again. Introducing Papa Bowls. No crust, just a whole bunch of those Papa John's toppings you love. Baked to piping hot perfection. I'm talking crisp veggies, savory meats all covered in melty cheese, and those signature sauces. Try flavors like Italian Meats Trio, Chicken Alfredo, and Garden Veggie. Or get creative and build your own Papa John's. Campbell students have a new watering hole in town to enjoy on game day. Welcome back to the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington. We are here every Monday night through May. This is a Camel Call Live. In our last half hour of the show, we will uh, talk about our uh, swimming program. Right now we're talking wrestling with two of the best, Shannon Hanna and Chris Rivera. Okay, you guys were uh, both went to Different high schools, but we're wrestling at about the same time in the state of Florida. Now, number one, I, I haven't looked up. I, I didn't ask Scotty, but Scotty says we have to talk about this. Um, Coach Sintes would be here tonight. He has some uh, family obligations uh, going on. We know he will be listening uh, to the podcast tomorrow. So first, I'll start with you, Chris. I'll let you get the first first word. Talk about your guys' uh, battles in high school and uh, and tell me who got the best of who. <laughs> So um, we definitely met my sophomore year in uh, state finals. I knew I was going to see Shannon in the state finals because he was the best one on the other side. And I was going to lie, I was so nervous, you know, going <laughs> against. Because this one, Shannon, like, came out of nowhere. Shannon, I never knew of Shannon yet then because he started wrestling in a, like, uh, not early, like, later in life. So once I saw I was like, who's Shannon Hannah? Who is this kid? <laughs> so once I saw him winning and all this stuff, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is what I'm going to have in the state finals. But I remember our state finals, it was a crazy match. The crowd was going crazy into it. We went uh, overtime, and I remember I was so tired. I got in the shot, but everyone knows Shannon's defense. He has such good defense. Then that's when, you know, it was overtime, and I caught him with my, you know, favorite move, the dump. And then that's how I got the takedown in the overtime. Wow. Yeah. So that was your first ever meeting in the state finals of Florida. Yes. Wow. Is, is that how you remember it, Shannon? <laughs> Honestly, I try to forget about that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Um, Chris was the top-ranked wrestler in the country. I mean, in the world. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> no, in the state of Florida. I'm pretty sure he was ranked, like, top five in the country during the time. Uh, he he was a huge name, and I was I had a chip on my shoulder, so I knew I was gonna go against him. And like he said, it was a crazy match. The crowd was going wild, and uh, he ended up getting the best of me in overtime. I just remember uh, afterwards uh, we sat we were sitting on the podium together, 
And, like, I never talked to my opponents after matches. But for some reason, me and him just started talking. He's no like, kidding. And, we, yeah, we had a great conversation. It was like, man, that was a good match. Like, we were both still tired just sitting there <laughs> talking about it. And um, next thing you know, we became really close friends. And we trained over the summer a couple of times together. And then wow. now we're at the same college. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you guys meet any other times in your high school career? No. Only he met uh, after that was mostly with my brother, yeah. my yeah. twin brother. He oh. wrestled a bunch, but yeah. after that, that was the last time we met. Yeah. yeah, wow. Okay, so and and that you you guys have both taken different different journeys to get here at Campbell. Of course, you out of high school come to to Campbell, Chris. You and your twin brother, mm -hmm. um, both unbelievable wrestlers, both making the commitment to come to Campbell. Take me back to that time and and what got both of you here to Bowie's Creek. I think um, I knew Scotty for a long time. You know, uh, I used to go to Riverdale, and that's where he was from. So me and Scotty knew each other for so long. So that's one thing I think is very important to me, like the connections where you coach, the relationships. And not only that, when Kerry uh, Collette was here, that even wanted me to go even more. Right. But, you know, even though he left, I still wasn't worried about it because I was like, Scotty, you know, Scotty's still there. I know Scotty, so I wasn't worried about nothing. So I think just the relationship and when I went to the visits, how cool the people were, I think that was so important, the culture and just me having, you know, like relationships like, like me and Shannon, just yeah. having fun and just going with the journey with them. So, yeah. Chris, you, you talk about the culture. What is the culture that, that, that makes this place, this wrestling program so special? I think just how we're a family. You know, it's crazy how everyone has each other's backs. I think... You could tell, it's like, it's nothing is fake. We're going to be real with you. If we're not going to sugarcoat things. We're going to tell you how it is, and, you know, we're going to bring you up with it. And I think that's why I just love how it's just true. It's just truthful. That's great. You know, Sh Shannon, you, you have had some ups and downs in your career, not through your making. You have been, you've been successful everywhere you went, but uh, you went to Old Dominion, unbelievable school, strong wrestling program, and, and then they make the decision that, unfortunately, us wrestling fans have, have had to deal with uh, a lot, it seems, over the last couple of, of decades, the school ending the wrestling program. Um, take me back to that time um, and then how you ended up at Campbell from Old, Old Dominion. Um, so basically, my freshman, after my freshman year and when COVID first happened, uh, we basically got a call, and they, they told us they, they cut the program for Old Dominion. And I probably, like, 30 minutes or less after that, Scotty gave me a call. <laughs> so, like, I knew Scotty since high school. He, yeah. He actually got to watch me develop from – because I started wrestling in high school. So, he got to – he's from Florida as well, like he said. And um, he got to watch me, like, develop. And he always, like, saw something in me and – um I was really close to going to Campbell out of high school. So whenever he called me, it was like familiarity already. And I was just very comfortable with him on the phone. And it was easy for me to make a decision to come to Campbell. And I would think, you know, knowing like you did uh, Chris and, and some others, that that made it an even easier decision. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was very nice. Um, the, the, the change, um, because of the unfortunate events that happened, like I was very blessed during that time to – to have some familiarity and be able to join the culture that's already set in stone. They had a great wrestling program at Campbell, and it was just nice. What do you guys, now that you have been here, part of this uh, this unbelievably successful program, you, you guys have both been in the creek for, for some time now. Um, we'll, we'll start with you, Shannon. What makes Campbell a, the, the, a special, special place? Um, for me, I would definitely say the culture of our wrestling team, because uh, I don't really – 
all I do is play video games and wrestle. So, <laughs> like, um, uh, the coach is very special to me. You know, with our team, we've, like, with wrestling, it's so special because you, whenever you lose, you know, you lose with your team. And that's, like, the worst moments of your life. And then when you win, you also win with your team. And that's, like, the best moments of your life. So, like, you're going through all these experiences, the worst moments and the best moments with this team. It creates, like, the best family. And we get to go through all that together. And that's just, like, something that I, I take very personally because the culture is so special to me. Um, Chris, well, what has made you fall in love with this place? I think like what Shannon said, you know, just how the team is, you know, it's like almost like you're not alone. There's so always going to be someone there by your side, you know, no matter what, even if you're having a bad day, good day, a bad tournament, good tournament, there's always going to be someone there by your side. And I think that's something that's so important, not just for you, but just for the team that everyone knows that you're always going to have someone no matter what. Okay, now comes the uh, very fun segment in this show. And, and Chris, I warned you a, a little bit about <laughs> it, and I, and I talked about it about a, about a year ago. I have, I have two 17-month-old identical twin boys. You, uh -oh. of course, you, of course are, are, are a twin. And, and since Shannon knows you, we'll get his perspective as well. Okay, <laughs> being an identical twin, what is that like? And are you and your brother as, as close as I've, I've heard a lot of other identical twins are? <laughs> Yeah, we're actually like really, really close, you know, like me and Justin are always together, you know, and I think being a twin is a lot of benefits, you know, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but I'm going to say this, you know, there were times in the elementary school where we were able to switch classes, <laughs> the teachers didn't even know, you know, we were able to do things that, you know, normal people can't do, <laughs> so, you know, but it's, and the other thing is, you know, a lot of people are going to get us confused, there's not like, it happens all the time. You're just going to get used to it. And sometimes me, Justin, just play along with it. Like someone calls me Justin, I just go with it. Yeah. Because I'm just so used to it <laughs> at the point. So, yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, when, when the, you know, there are some identical twins that have differences between them. Um, my two boys, if you, if you look hard enough, you could see. Mm -hmm. It is awfully – I've been looking at you guys for, for, for almost four years now, and it's very tough <laughs> to see the difference. What, 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 what is the tell if, or if, if someone's trying to tell the difference between you and your brother? I think um, I think Shannon could agree with this. Like, I'm definitely the better-looking one. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, now since I kind of changed my hair, I got more curly hair now to help people out. You know, I did it for the people, not myself. Right, you know, right, obviously. right. <laughs> so I think that's one thing right now, the hair. But after that, I think that's something, like, Shannon probably can't answer because he could tell us apart really well. So Yeah, Shannon, what is the, uh, what is the tell to tell the Rivera brothers apart? Uh, well, now Justin's huge right now, so he just looks <laughs> bigger. But um, they, they've been doing this thing for since they were born, basically, where he wears blue and Justin wears red. And, like, really? He refuses to wear red, and Justin mm -hmm. refuses to wear blue. So that was the easiest way for me at first. But then now, like, once you look at him, you can tell that Justin's got the biggest head in the world. So, <laughs> so like, Chris's head is, like, kind of narrow, and Justin's head is huge, so. Wow. Wow. <laughs> How are their personalities different? Mm -hmm. or are those identical? Uh, they're, they're pretty close to being the same, but uh, Justin, he's more uh, laid back, I say. Um, they're both really goofy. Uh, I, I can't even tell who's funnier. They're both so funny. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty close, but I say Justin's a little bit more laid back, and Chris is more like uh, social, I guess. All right. Well, 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 thank you for that. I, any advice for raising two twin boys? What do I have to uh, what do I have to be prepared for? 
the tricks, you know. The, you know <laughs> that's one thing that we were able to get away with our parents. Like, you know, if someone gets in trouble, you better know who's the person in trouble because <laughs> the other person will blame the other person. So just letting you know now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll come back to the wrestling now. You guys, um, again, it's, a, it's an interesting wrestling schedule as always. You kind of go in the SoCon, out of the SoCon. Virginia duels coming up, and then the Chippewa Challenge because of Scotty and the different places where he's coached and, and he's wrestled. It's a really unique thing, and it's going to be at Gore Arena this year. CSU Bakersfield, Central Michigan, American, all three teams. You're going to wrestle all three teams. Uh, the Chippewa Challenge, they call it, on January 22nd. What kind of challenge does that does that present to this team? Mm. Um, well, so Scotty... It, it means a lot to him to beat his uh, his former coach. So he makes us know that. Like, <laughs> we, we do not want to lose to his former coach and win as well, the assistant head coach. So they all got this uh, nice relationship. And, but when we're on the mat, we're yeah. – it's not no nice relationship. So, so the Central Michigan match is circled and highlighted and everything mm -hmm. like that, huh? Yeah, we refuse to lose to that. <laughs> yeah, I remember when last year we wrestled them. It was like kind of – that heated rivalry, you could tell, you could feel it, yeah. the tension. So I think that's what makes the match so more exciting, knowing the tension is going to be there again. Yeah. Um, finally, the my final question to both of you, and, and I'll start with you, Shannon. Um, this team wrestling such a tough schedule, now getting into the really the last couple months before the before the tournaments be began. What, what does this team have to do to, to come out on top and get those multiple qualifiers to the NCAA tournament again? Uh, like I said earlier, um, it's, it's about peaking at the right time. You know, um, we did all the training. We're just fixing little things now. You know, everyone's in shape now. Um, we're still working hard every day, but it's just those little tweaks that we got to fix and, and just making sure you're ready to go for the conference tournament. All right, Chris, what do you think? Yeah, I agree, you know, getting, you know, the work done. And I think also just believing in yourself, knowing that, you know, you're up there with them no matter who's in front of you, who you're going to compete with, just – you know, do your best and don't wrestle with no regrets. Um, a lot of fun coming up. We talked about the team will go to the Virginia duels uh, coming up in a in a weekend. And then January 22nd, you want to be in the creek. 1 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock, Campbell is wrestling CSU Bakersfield, Central Michigan, American. And then they follow that up with uh, back into the SoCon, Presbyterian, and Davidson. That'll be the senior day matches. So for tickets, go to gocamels.com and um, get tickets to see this uh, fantastic team going for a five-peat and to, and to send more qualifiers to the NCAA tournament. Shannon and Chris, thank you so much. On very short notice uh, coming in and doing this, I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, we got a lot more of the show coming up. Our next half hour, we're going to be talking swimming with the two coaches from the Campbell women's swim team. This is Camel Call Live, live from the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington. We'll be back after this. We're no etiquette experts, but biting into your McDonald's crispy chicken sandwich and ending up with a whole pickle slice dangling from your mouth isn't impolite. It's human. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. 
Hi, Campbell fans. I'm Christy Yarbrough with REMAX United. Thinking about buying or selling or know someone who is? Let me help you make the right moves. It's important to work with the right agent with local knowledge and cutting-edge experience. I can help ease the pains of the buying or selling process by guiding you through the steps. Whether it's connecting you with the right lender, home inspector, handyman for those undone projects, staging and prepping your home for sale, or helping you find the ideal home that fits your family's needs. Visit my website for more information at christyy.remaxagent.com. Go Camels! Step into a quality home you'll value for a lifetime. Perfect for your family at every stage. Mattamy Homes focuses on what you value most with different designs, styles, and finishes crafted to work within your budget. That's why we're ranked first in quality, value, and customer satisfaction. But we don't just build homes. We create communities with instant appeal and enduring value. See what we're building around Raleigh, places you'll be proud to call home. Visit mattamyhomes.com and see for yourself. Sure, McDonald's breakfast is good. But getting that McDonald's breakfast two minutes before it stops being served, that tastes even better. Welcome back to Camel Call Live from downtown Lillington. This is the County Seat Sports Grill. Every time we have a show here, and we'll be having a show every Monday through May 22nd, we give away some great gifts. So we have a couple of giveaways for uh, everyone that uh, made it out tonight. The first one will be a couple of uh, holiday-themed T-shirts. We have a Valentine's Day and a St. Patrick's Day camel T-shirt. So the winner of the T-shirts, 395-004. Do we have a winner? Not yet. All right. This is going to be this is going to be a big time. This is going to be a big time uh, prize now. So this will be the T-shirts and the free tickets to an upcoming wrestling match or a uh, a, a a basketball game as well. So get your tickets out. Three nine five zero one zero three nine five zero one zero, and we have a winner. Thank you for coming out each and every time you come out. You have a chance to win here at the County Seat Sports Grill. We are so excited to talk about our women's swimming team. And my goodness, what an end of 2022. This team beat Georgia Southern and then won the Liberty Invite. They will take on North Florida. And it's hard to believe, but already their final home meet of the season on January 14th. And to talk about it. Pascal Molinard is the only head coach in Campbell swimming history. In addition to the multiple all-conference performers, he has cultivated his swimmers, have racked up over 150 all-academic honors. And to his left, joining us on stage, uh, Zach Bagby is the sixth year already. That's hard to believe as well. The assistant coach for the Campbell swim team, uh, helping them reach new heights. He was, of course, a uh, decorated college career and an NAIA national qualifier. They are two of the uh, best guys you can have around as well. And, and, and we'll start, uh, Coach, with 
boy, your swimmers really rounding into form at the end of the calendar year. Tell me a little bit about the success of this very young team. Well, I'm very pleased to be here. Thank you very much, Chris. Thank you for coming, Coach. Uh, the Liberty Invite was uh, last swim meet we had uh, in last November. And uh, it was really the team came and formed together, uh, especially the third day of the invite. It's a three-day invite. The first day, we struggled a little bit. Second day, we got better. The confidence of those girls, you could see that in the eyes, in their swimming. And the third day, they just took over. And it was wonderful. It was a beautiful sight. Uh, we were behind Liberty, uh, about uh, 100 and something point, And the last day, we just made it up like crazy. It was wonderful. And uh, it's funny because we really... Uh, Always the invites when we have liberty. It's a big rivalry. We we love that rivalry, and uh, we always find a way to win. So uh, it's a excellent way to finish the year and to move on to the Christmas break. And then now we are going to see what we can do at uh, UNF against UNF. And coach, it's been it's been so fun because again, Liberty has the big fancy pool and the big fancy buses and 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 everything um, um, up there. And for and for you all to go up there, and it seems like each and every time, it doesn't matter matter where you're swimming, what you're doing, you always give them a, a fight. That that has to put a big smile on your face. Yes, that's the beauty about our team. We teach them, we coach them to, no matter what, we have to race and we 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 have to try to win. Uh, and that's our goal. Uh, tired, uh, swimming more. We, we have to go there and try to win our best. Sometimes we don't, but most of the time we do. We learn, we try, and we, we, we achieve our goals to do that. And uh, it takes character. It's part of our uh, DNA when we started this team. We wanted to be this tough team, you know, never quitting always trying for different things and uh, it's paying off and when they buy into it god it's wonderful to see Zaka, you have been part of this program for so long um what have you thought about you guys took you, you guys told me i think how many how many newcomers and how many freshmen you had at the beginning of the year and i was like oh my goodness you know when you have that many at the division one level sometimes it's tough sometimes it takes time but but for them to gel so, so so quickly how proud did that make you of, of what they did in December well it's it's fun to watch them get along with the team right away and we start connecting them with the upperclassmen during their recruiting process so it's kind of seamless when they get into the team they start training with the girls that are already on the team so it, that's really awesome to see them train at the beginning of the season and then go to fall invite and then excel and then you know that that increases their buy-in Pascal was saying you, you all have created created such a such a culture um, there describe to maybe those that that aren't uh, uh, f familiar w with what happens I in the pool and 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 with you guys of, uh, of how this culture is here at Campbell swimming well they spend a lot of time together they they go to a lot of the athletic events together they go to football games basketball games softball games uh, soccer um, so they spend a lot of time outside of the pool together and then obviously they're spending 
you know, almost 20 hours a week <laughs> with each yeah. other. Um, they, they spend a lot of time in the library together, obviously, uh, with our, our academic performance. Um, all of that time together, uh, that, that kind of just meshes them together. So they just, it, I think it's the togetherness is really it. Coach, when you, when you talk about that team, it's interesting when he was rattling off basically that they're together at every single other sport we have, and, and, and that's true. Year in and year out, when, when we talk about the, the team that supports the most other teams, in, in my 11 years that have been here, it has always been the Campbell Swimmers. Where, where does that come from with them? Well, when we recruit them, we give them uh, an idea of what it will be. And that's one of those big things that we tell them. Just like uh, academic is number one to get the grades, 3.5 or above. We want them to do that. Wow. So that's not easy they, in college when you're no, not doing a Division One sport. That's right. So <laughs> they know what we expect. We also tell them we have community service hours. We want you to, to go and spend time with other sports to help out other sports. So they all get that during recruiting. And it takes somebody special that wants to do all this. So it's not something that they, they don't know when they come in. If, when, if they decide to come to Campbell, they know what this is what is expected of them. And it will shape them as young ladies. When they get out of here, they will remember that for the rest of their lives. They will have their student experience and athletic experience and that's what we want them to to do and to be the best citizens possible so, so it really sounds like you know obviously you have to have a certain amount of athletic prowess but but you're looking for a lot more than that is that right yes yes yeah. uh, overall the entire package of someone and it can be very difficult because some people have a very difficult time uh, balancing everything but we want them to learn how to balance time management, teach them oh, you know, what is important in life because it's not just one thing, swimming, or just one thing, academic. It's all three, the package. You know. Zach, talk about um, all the recruiting you guys both do and, and what you do to, to find the, the, the right fit in, in this program. Well, we have a lot of conversation, so it's a lot of phone calls. Um, know just an initial phone call and introduction and then we're going into uh, just finding people that want to hang out on the pool deck with us um, it, you've really got to click if you're going to wake up and be on the pool deck at 5:45 in the morning um, making sure that their personality their goals match ours is very important and they're coming in with high expectations of themselves already so then we we introduce okay how do we work towards those high expectations? How do we work towards maybe grad school? How do we work towards community service hours on top of class, on top of training, on top of competitions during the weekend? How they see themselves and where they see themselves going is very important. And if they're trying to go very high, you know, we're already trying to hold them to that high expectation. It makes it a little simpler. Um, so we really just, the, the connection, we'll get back to that. You know, it's, it's so interesting. All I'll repeat that. It's 5:45 in the morning, and that's yeah. just practice number one most days, isn't it? <laughs> why don't you Why don't you tell uh, the, those a little bit about what life is like for a Division One swimmer at Campbell University? Well, you're going to swim twice a day, three times a week. So <laughs> you're going to go uh, 
6 to 8 every morning, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then uh, you're going to go back in the afternoon on those same days, and you're going to lift, and then you're going to swim. And then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you're going to swim again for two hours each day. <laughs> um, and then on Saturday, if, if we're not traveling, you're going to go and swim, uh, you know, maybe two, two and a half hour practice then. So but, 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 but other than that, pretty easy being a Division One swimmer, huh, Pascal? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I mean, the 20 hours a week, it's uh, like when I swim, we didn't have 20 hours a week. Yeah. So I can relate to that. <laughs> and I know, but it's, uh, it makes them like it's, it's a part-time job. Uh, in real life, they have a job as a student and they have a part-time job as an athlete. And they have to learn how to jungle all that together. And the best time to do it is early in the morning because they don't have classes. Uh, <coughs> like uh, Campbell, we do have a lot of classes that start at 8 o'clock in the morning. So we just have to make sure that we start early enough to have two hours of practice be able to eat breakfast and then go to class and things like that. Um, you, you've mentioned it a little bit, but I want you to brag on it more because, um, you know, there are there are a handful of, of teams. It, it's a, the department-wide was over a, a 3.0 GPA, uh, which is some 500 athletes, some uh -huh. 21 sports for 14 out of the last 15 semesters, which is, which is amazing. You all are always, like I said, at that 3.5 threshold and above. Mm -hmm. There are other teams that reach that, but they don't have the 20 or 30 or sometimes close to 40 members of the team that they do. So for you to get that average GPA, usually above 3.5, everybody has to be on board. Everybody has to be successful. How does that happen with, with so many student athletes? We, well, we have 36 girls and we have a wonderful academic advisor that communicate very well with us almost every day, I mean, and they communicate very well with the teachers, the professors, and uh, we stay on the top of the girls. Uh, when we see somebody not doing very well, we get on it right away. And last semester we had a 3.62 uh, for 36 girls, 12 4.0. 12 4.0s out of everybody. Girls. My yeah. goodness. So we're very successful, and we we encourage them. We we take pride in it. So we uh, we uh, promote it to them to make them feel good about it and to continue being successful. Uh, so it's a uh, it's a very important, uh, uh, and it's it's been successful. So I I don't want to change things, you know, and continue but uh, I say our academic advisor Kendra is doing a wonderful job and the communication between our swimmers and us and Kendra is very important and that's one thing we do have young ladies that communicate with us and that's good they are not afraid to talk to us to let us know and we encourage them to talk to their teachers also uh, I teach classes and I love when the, some athletes talk to me directly. And that's what I want from my swimmers. They can talk to their teachers directly. It will help a lot. 
Zach, how do you I, I identify these these students who are who are going to be athletes and and vice versa? I mean, the standards that you set are are so high. How do you how do you find these out of the out of the pool, literally, that you have to uh, to, to 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 choose from? Uh, sometimes they come to us, just simple recruiting questionnaires. Um, other times we we network with coaches around the area, Virginia, Florida, Georgia. Um, kind of up northeast. Um, we just try to talk to coaches that have been successful, have sent us swimmers, or where we've found swimmers that are very good. Um, we, we talk to those coaches, talk to those clubs, and um, we just have been very lucky, maybe. Well, they say lucky. I say there's a, there's a whole lot of skill with it as well. Okay, when we come back after the break, uh, we're going to talk some more swimming. We're going to talk about the, um, gosh, just the last couple of months of the season. We're going to talk a, a, a little bit more about your guys's, your guys's background and really the, uh, the unbelievable program that you have built here at Campbell. This is Camel Call Live. More um, with the two head men for the Campbell uh, swim team coming up after this. This is Camel Call Live from the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington. Step into a quality home you'll value for a lifetime. Perfect for your family at every stage. Mattamy Homes focuses on what you value most with different designs, styles, and finishes crafted to work within your budget. That's why we're ranked first in quality, value, and customer satisfaction. But we don't just build homes. We create communities with instant appeal and enduring value. See what we're building around Raleigh, places you'll be proud to call home. Visit mattamyhomes.com and see for yourself. Since 2019, the Fighting Camel Club has funded championship-level facility projects such as the Eeks Athletics Complex renovation for Campbell Soccer and a new strength and conditioning space inside Gore Arena. This fall, your Fighting Camel Club donations will fund a new sports medicine facility, a new locker room for women's basketball, and a new digital media lab for athletes to work on their personal brands. Providing championship resources for Campbell student-athletes, that's the mission of the Fighting Camel Club. For more information, go to GoCamel.com and click on the give button. Planning a tailgate? Then it's bow time. Bojangles has everything you need for the perfect tailgate, no matter how many fans you're trying to feed. There's the original tailgate, the super tailgate, and for a really big crowd, the jumbo tailgate special. And if you like your chicken off the bone, choose the Supreme's tailgate special that includes 12 perfectly seasoned tenderloin fillets. So grab the tickets, get that Bojangles tailgate special, and go! It's bow time. Welcome back to Camel Call Live. We are at the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington here every Monday night from 6.30 to 7.30. If you missed any of the show, you can catch it on the Camel Call Live podcast that will uh, drop uh, every Tuesday. Apple, Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, subscribe to the Camel Call podcast. Um, we have... Uh, I think interviewed every single head coach so far this year, either on the Friday show or here on the live show. With us now are um, the two head men for the Campbell women's swimming team, Zach Bagby and Pascal 
Molinard. All right, guys, it's it's amazing because you guys have such a, a long season, but then when you come back from semester break, it's it's all right. Let, let's get to the end of the season in a hurry. We talked about your, your final home um, swim meet of the year against North Florida Senior Day. It will be 11 a.m., on January 14th on campus, um, free admission. Then you have to go at Liberty, at Old Dominion, and really just a little over a month away now, the CCSA Championships in Knox, Knoxville, Tennessee. And, and Pascal, I'll ask you, first off, what are you all trying to accomplish here um, in crunch time the last month or so of this regular season? Well, we are trying to get our swimmers back in not quite in shape, but just be focusing on racing. You go after Liberty and invite, you have a good month where you train, but you don't really race. And we are trying to get them back into that racing mood. Um, <coughs> so we are going to see this Saturday uh, how things happen. This Saturday is going to be also a celebration for our seniors to celebrate their, their senior year and their last home meet. It's going to be a short event, 13 event swim meet. Uh, UNF is, is a good team, so we are going to enjoy racing and hopefully try to be aggressive and go and, and, and just get the, the little uh, rust out of us. And uh, we, we, I, I am positive that we are going to be very successful because we look good right now. And then we have Liberty and Universi uh, Liberty Universities a weekend after that. It's going to be a two-day meet where we are going to swim even the mile. So that's going to be good. That will give an opportunity to some girls that swim long distances to swim the mile on, s on Friday night. And then we are going to have a meet on Saturday morning. Uh, and then uh, all Dominion, it's always a good competition. It's a great rivalry. Uh, we'll go there the weekend after that, and it's going to be the last preparation, the last meet before the conference, before what we call taper for the big, big championship. And uh, actually in all Dominion, uh, George Mason will be there too. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting meet. We never swam against George Mason. So it's going to be funny. It's going to be great to, uh, to have a competition against a team that we, we are never swam against. Yeah, and, and, and Zach, Coach mentioned it a little bit, but, but maybe you can expand on it. You know, it's, it's all about, too, he mentions tapering, you know, getting back into racing. The, the, your student athletes are always in shape, but, but really, too, it's all about building to be at your peak at the conference meet. And that's not something that just happens. It takes a lot of planning, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes. Um, we're going to kind of use this weekend as a barometer as to what we've done over the past two weeks since we've gotten back from Christmas break. So we'll, we'll use that. And then we've got two more tries, you know, two more shots at, at racing to see how we're doing, see uh, what we need to be doing on Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays and Fridays. Um, and then after uh, after that Liberty meet and after that ODU meet, we'll have uh, two more weeks to really get that peak. So we'll get uh, kind of two more Saturdays to, to see where we're at, what we've been doing, 
and how fast we are in the water. So then we have the best shot at, uh, at our conference championship. What is the conference meet like, and and what is it like being at that? I, I think it's, what, a four-day uh, uh, event, is that right? This year it's in Knoxville. Maybe describe for those that don't know what, what that kind of meet is like. Well, first of all, uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, there's a pool is orange, so that's good. So I feel at Everything home. is orange in Knoxville, Tennessee, yes. that's so, for sure. So I, f I feel at home. <laughs> that's right. Uh, if, if I had to build a pool at Campbell, it probably would be a replica of this one. Oh, how yeah. nice would that be? Yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, we have a lot of teams uh, at uh, conference. Uh, our conference is divided with so many different conferences. This year we added uh, Jim, uh, Jim Madison, Queen, uh, FE, uh, Old Dominion. Wow. So we, we have a large group. Of, uh, of swim, uh, swim team and uh, the first day is mostly uh, relays we try to get some events there's a 800 free relay and we have the 800 free relay is a very difficult uh, race so we try to have a four day so most swimmers are allowed to swim three individual events so our goal is for uh, one day for uh, an individual have a day off between. And that's what we do a four day and uh, a lot of uh, conferences are going four days. Now the beauty about our conference is that everybody can go. So like we, we, we will bring all our girls wow. uh, to the conference and if, so it's not like uh, uh, 18 swimmers can score but we can bring more to have exhibitions. So everybody can have really the, uh, the opportunity to swim into a, a championship atmosphere. Uh, so that's good. Uh, it's great for everybody. Uh, it's, it's loud. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, it's hard to, to describe. <laughs> it's just uh, we have three heats coming back. So the top uh, 24 come back at night. So, which is good. It's not just the top 16 that come back at night. And uh, it, it's just, uh, like, I mean, it's, it, it's fun. It's really fun. As a coach, I mean, it's, it's fun. And you see some teams, like the first day, probably they don't have, like uh, the first day usually is like 500 free, 50 free, 200 IM. And we, we, may, not, we may not be strong at that. But then the second day, we start getting stronger yeah. and stronger. Usually, we are the strongest the last day. With the 200s and 200 back, 200 breasts, uh, the mile is on Sunday. And that's where usually we are the strongest. So it's funny to see some teams just start pretty slow yeah. and go. And some teams start very fast and then they just fade away. So I look, I look forward this year with uh, with with all those new teams, very strong teams, uh, all very well coached, and uh, uh, it's going to be interesting. Well, so speaking of new teams, you guys are going to find out a lot about a lot of new teams coming up next year. You are finally going to have a home. We have we have yeah. talked about this on the on the Camel Call Friday podcast, but you're in the CCSA, which is a very good conference, but it's made up of a bunch of swim teams from 
different conferences the Big South doesn't support women swimming, and so and so you're in this, but you will be in the CAA, which is full of some pretty darn good swim programs. How, how happy does that that make you guys? Very happy. Uh, it change uh, it changes the uh, demeanor also how we will recruit people uh, because it's a little bit uh, more challenging, a lot faster on the top. Uh, they take only 20 swimmers to the conference. That's it. And uh, so we have to kind of rechange the way we, uh, we recruit swimmers. And looking at our biggest conference is right here down the road, uh, Wilmington. Yeah. I mean, they, they are incredible. Uh, then you have uh, William and Mary. Then you have uh, Townsend. Uh, all those three teams, they are very good. Uh, University of Delaware also, then geographically it's going to be hard to go to <laughs> dual meets yeah, all yeah. the way to Massachusetts, but we, we will be okay. Uh, but recruiting wise, it will change yeah. how we do things. Yeah. But it's good, it's fun, it's exciting. It's almost like starting like a renaissance of, of the I remember when we used to be in the uh, Northeast Conference. That's how we started. After three years, we went to the CCSA. And it's like night and day. The, now we go to the CA. Yeah. So it's exciting for me because I remember those days. Very, and, uh, very exciting. Yeah. So, Zach, how exciting is it for you to, to finally have a home for Campbell Swimming now in a conference? Well, it's going to be a new challenge. So it's going to be very exciting. It's, it's uh, intimidating, but in a good way. It's going to be productive. It's going to, it's going to kind of force us to, to adapt and recognize a different landscape of competition. So. It's exciting, and uh, we have this season to finish up first, uh, but um, definitely something to look forward to in the CAA. Guys, thank you so much for being on. I really, really appreciate you taking the time. Thanks, Chris. Thank Zach and Pascal, they uh, had the women's swim team final home meet is coming up on January 14th, then at Liberty, then at Old Dominion, and the 15th through the 18th of February, our women's swim team will be at their final CCSA championship. Thank you for tuning in. If you miss anything, you can catch us on the Camel Call Live podcast that drops on Tuesday for wrestling, for swimming. I'm Chris Amar saying so long and thanks for listening. Thank <laughs> you.